for a single soul. Reaching a further and stepping in closer. Welcome to Living Life. May the Lord bless you as you spend time in His Word today. Have you ever heard the phrase, don't judge a book by its cover? This refers to the idea that we shouldn't make a judgment based solely on appearances. Sadly, we tend to do this more than we'd like to admit. It's so easy and tempting to make that quick snap judgment based on what we see. We can rush and, and be impatient in our quick judgments, but we can also make mistakes that can have far-reaching consequences. In today's passage, we see Job's friend Zophar make a speech, and he's quick to pass judgment on Job based on what he sees. In doing so, he is not being a good friend to Job, nor is he being helpful to someone who is going through immense and great suffering. There are several things that we can learn from today's passage, so let's take a look at today's passage now. Job chapter 20, verses 12 through 29. Though evil is sweet in his mouth and he hides it under his tongue, though he cannot bear to let it go and lets it linger in his mouth, Yet his food will turn sour in his stomach. It will become the venom of serpents within him. He will spit out the riches he swallowed. God will make his stomach vomit them up. He will suck the poison of servants. The fangs of an adder will kill him. He will not enjoy the streams, the rivers flowing with honey and cream. What he toiled for he must give back uneaten. He will not enjoy the profit from his trading. For he has oppressed the poor and left them destitute. He has seized houses he did not build. Surely he will have no respite from his craving. He cannot save himself by his treasure. Nothing is left for him to devour. His prosperity will not endure. In the midst of his plenty, distress will overtake him. The full force of misery will come upon him. When he has filled his belly, God will vent his burning anger against him and rain down his blows on him. Though he flees from an iron weapon, a bronze-tipped arrow pierces him. He pulls it out of his back, the gleaming point out of his liver. Terrors will come over him. Total darkness lies in wait for his treasures. A fire unfanned will consume him and devour what is left in his tent. The heavens will expose his guilt. The earth will rise up against him. A flood will carry off his house, rushing waters on the day of God's wrath. Such is the fate God allots the wicked, the heritage appointed for them by God. Welcome back to Living Life. In today's passage, we see that Job's friend Zophar continues his speech on describing the fate of the wicked. Zophar makes a snap judgment based on what he sees. Job's suffering is due to his sins. So in his eyes, Job must have done wicked stuff because suffering that Job is going through, it only happens to wicked people. 
God punishes the wicked. Everyone knows that, right? Well, as we know, it's not always that simple. In verse 19, Zophar seems to imply that Job has accumulated his great wealth through wicked means, by oppressing the poor and seizing houses that he has not built. That is quite an accusation, and it is not true. Imagine if someone made such an accusation against you. How would you feel? In these days, the justice system is put in place so that people need to make sure they have evidence before they can accuse someone. But to Zophar, all the evidence he needs is from what he sees. Job is definitely guilty in his eyes. It can be very easy for us to pass judgment on others based on what we see. But as Jesus taught us in Matthew chapter 7, verse 1 and 2, do not judge or you too will be judged. For in the same way you judge others, you will be judged. And with the measure you use, it will be measured to you. We don't know all the facts. We don't know all that is going on. Only God knows every detail and can see the whole big picture. So we cannot pretend that we are like God and pass judgment on others. Instead of judging others, what we should do is what the Apostle Paul encourages us to do when we see another brother in sin. In Galatians chapter 1, it says, Brothers and sisters, if someone is caught in a sin, you who live by the Spirit should restore that person gently. We are all sinners in need of God's great mercy and grace. We all need to be forgiven of our sins. So let's not be quick to judge others in their times of hardship and suffering, but instead comfort and encourage them. Be lovingly gentle and restore that brother or sister. We don't condone or overlook their sinful behavior, but we keep them accountable in gentle love. All of us have gone through times of difficulty and hardship in our lives. When we suffer, how would we like it if our friends and our family members came to us and said, you deserve this punishment. You're getting what you deserve. No, I'm not sure that any of us would like that. So of course we should keep each other accountable, but we do it in love. Do you know someone that is going through a time of hardship in their life today? There are many people all over the world who are continuing to go through much hardship and suffering due to the pandemic. How can you be a source of encouragement to them? How can you speak words of life and love into, into their lives today? We also see in Job's case that not all hardships are punishment. If you remember, Job's period of suffering is not the result of God punishing Job, but God is putting Job through a time of testing. Satan challenged God that Job will turn away from him when God puts him through this time of suffering. But as we know, that is not always the case. God may at times allow us to go through a time of testing, and He's not doing it because He's malicious and He wants to see us suffer. It's because God wants us to depend on Him more and more. And as we depend on Him and draw closer to Him, He intends to refine us and help us develop our faith in a deeper and more mature way. Being refined can be a very painful process. It's not fun. But through the refiner's fire, we can become pure like gold and we become more and more like Jesus.
Through today's passage, we can see a couple things. First, we must not pass judgment on others. As humans, we cannot see the big picture the way that God sees everything. Only God can pass judgment. God knows and sees every single detail, whereas we can only see things on the surface level. So based on this limited perspective and information that we have, we need to trust in the justice of God. Our God is a God of justice, and we need to let Him be the one to pass judgment. Instead, we should lovingly restore and gently encourage people going through times of suffering with words of love and life. It's also important to realize that times of testing are at times where we can come to depend more on God and develop our faith in a deeper and more mature way. Although it may be difficult and painful, these times of refinement help us to develop and become more and more like Jesus. They also serve as an amazing testimony of God's faithfulness, how He has upheld us by His mighty hand. I want to encourage all of you today that no matter what you are going through, continue to trust in God. Know that His grace will sustain you and that through it all, we will become refined like pure gold as we deepen in our relationship with Jesus. Let us pray. Lord, we thank you that no matter what great suffering or what difficulty that we are going through in this life, that you are always there with us. We pray that during these times, we can cling more closely to you, just come to depend on you more and more, knowing that without you, we are nothing. Without you, we can do nothing. So may we trust in your sovereignty, and know that you will continue to refine us, shape us, and mold us to be more and more like you, so we can develop our faith and trust in you. We also thank you, Lord, that you are a God of justice. Help us to trust in your judgment and let us not pass judgment on others, but instead lovingly and gently restore our brothers and sisters who are in sin. And may we be serve as a source of encouragement and love to those who are going through suffering and difficult times in our lives through the love of Jesus. We thank you and we love you. We pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Sing your soul, let your world go and step in closer.